welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit TheaterInTheNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It was a dark week in the world of pop culture, and we're going to break it all down for you. It's time for the Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. If a headline was made, then it's fair game for Shade. And joining this week, it's Zalika. Happy Pride! Happy Pride! Oh my god, we haven't done a one-on-one in a very long time. No, it's been a while. Um, Wow. Uh, Speaking of Pride, I don't know if you've had time or a moment to see, but apparently there was a uh, about a 3 a.m. pop-up concert at Horsemeat Disco last night. I saw, I was so fucking pissed. Oh my God. I literally just got into bed and was like, okay, I'm ha- I'm happy. I was like, it was a quiet work night, whatever, whatever. And then I go to Instagram and then I just see Padam Padam everywhere. And I'm like, not my friends went to Australia or Jersey or what, what is this? I'm confused. Yeah. Kylie Minogue pop-up set at Horse Meat Disco, the gayest circuit party in New York City. Um... <clears throat> Wow, how the fuck did they get her to show up? Well, you know, it's pride. I mean, to be fair, though, I think it were it is definitely in the generation of now where the divas know that, like, if they have a gay hit on their hands and if it's pride season, that they need to make some kind of effort. So I'm like 99, not 99, that's, that's too confident. I'm like 50% confident that she probably did not do it for that much money mainly because she knew she needed to jump on it to stay relevant not to stay relevant but she the song is giving her a resurgence that like a lot of generations of gays like are now like obsessed with her just because of the memes and everything so i think she was just being strategic because madonna did it with ota i would not be surprised if she was like yeah fuck that get me into where whatever gay thing to make money yeah uh listen i think it was a fun move this is more proof that she is going to tour america i'm very excited for that because i've always been there for kylie i don't know what all these new gays like oh my god kylie minogue she, she's been popping out the hits um so welcome welcome to our world um let's begin we are taking five pop culture topics headlines stories rather than the usual rapid fire we're going to break them apart and share our thoughts there are lots of things happening in a given week so some of your favorite moments might not be included but if you want us to discuss something reach out dm me at michael block talk on instagram no promises all right um let's start in the world of music um a story that's been around for a while that now has a resolution the courtroom is not about to blow Dr. Luke has dropped his defamation lawsuit against Kesha just weeks before a highly anticipated trial was set to begin. In a bit of a shocking drop, the music producer and pop star made a, quote, joint statement through social media. In Kesha's part, she said that only God knows what happened that night. As I have always said, I cannot recount everything that happened. Going on to continue that she is looking forward to closing the door on this chapter of her life and beginning a new one. Dr. Luke in the same post His statement included him saying he appreciates Kesha, again, saying she cannot recount what happened in 2005 and is certain that nothing happened. Now, of course, Dr. Luke's lawyer said that Kesha's voluntary public statement clears Luke's name as it proves she had no ground to accuse him of any wrongdoing, which is totally not true and not what happened, but sure, Jan. 
Now, for those who don't remember, the the saga began in 2014 when Kesha sued Dr. Luke and Sony Music to get out of her multi-album deal. Dr. Luke then countersued for defamation, arguing her 2005 rape claim was false. All right, it's over. What happens next? Is his name cleared? Um, obviously, I am just happy she seems to be happy with the result because, like, at the end of the day, her happiness matters the most. But I probably don't think so. I mean, I think it's going to be one of those situations where time will tell even more people will step forward because I'm sure people like this don't just one. It's not just a one and done kind of thing. Um, I mean, for now, it's kind of like she's happy. Okay, cool. Let's reconvene and stuff. But I do have a feeling like, especially in this industry, if if she's saying something happened at first, then that there's going to be other people that probably will come forward. I ho- hopefully, I you, I could be wrong, but it's, that's kind of like that's this is what the, that industry does. Yeah, I, I think uh, obviously I've made a very conscious choice not to discuss the new album by Kim Petras this week. We'll talk about it next week because um, let's have like Hesha have her moment. Yeah, people are clearly not going to turn on Dr. Luke if Dr. Luke is still turn, turning out hits for people. Um, obviously, people are very happy with Kim Petras's new album. Um, but yeah, I, I think the statement from the lawyer saying this proves there's no wrongdoing, which is completely false. And I think that's maybe, in my opinion, not the smartest thing to have said. Um, yeah. But I'm glad that the chapter is over because it really was a dark stain on the music industry for a very, very, very long time. And you could tell that it really did affect Kesha's spirit and her ability to create. Um, do you think this will be a new era for Kesha? Um, I also think it's mentioned, you know, not noteworthy, but like, I feel like this is also for at least our generation, the first time that like really happened in real time that like someone was going through this and like we were actively at, like fans were actively like trying to help them in real time. So it's also mm-hmm. a very unique situation. Um, I hope this, I I feel like it's a situation where, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like it gets relatable to me at least that like when something like this happens and like the person is like, you know what, I'm at peace, let's move on. If that's all she really, if whatever resolved happened and she got what she needed out of the situation and she's okay to move on, I hope it allows herself and gives herself that permission to be more creative and to move forward. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, she did obviously put out a lot of music inspired by this uh, moment in her life. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and you know what? It was great music. Praying was a great song. Um, and here we are. We have a new album and she's going to go on tour and people love her. And that's that's it. That's all. And she doesn't have to talk about it, hopefully. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, every interview she's going to have to address it at some point. So hopefully uh, we can give her some peace of mind. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't. I couldn't tell you anyone else that Dr. Luke has worked with aside from Kesha and Kim Petras, mostly because those are the names that always get thrown around in this conversation because people either boycott Kim Petras because she's worked with Dr. Luke and we only know Dr. Luke through the Kesha situation. But listen, if the man can make music, the man can make music. And now hopefully um, he'll be able to do that in a little bit of a better situation. I don't know, but um I, I, have, I have a feeling that his career is not going to be suffering. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't think so. Unfortunately. Um, well, speaking of careers being potentially hindered, Miranda Sings wants the haters to back off following allegations that the YouTube star had inappropriate and exploitative relationships with underage fans. Colleen Ballinger, the creator behind Miranda Sings, um, has members of her massive fan base questioning their devotion to the star due to the allegations that are mounting. Ballinger has not commented publicly on the allegations or the backlash, which are getting people even more confused. In 2020, YouTuber Adam McIntyre made a video allegation that Ballinger formed an inappropriate personal friendship with him while he was the, between the ages of 13 and 16. Things changed when he allegedly turned on uh, when she allegedly turned on him after sharing personal information about her life as he worked on her social media. McIntyre's allegations resurfaced earlier this month after another YouTube creator, Cody Rance, alleged Ballinger privately shared screenshots of messages with McIntyre in a group chat called Colleenies Weenies, which included asking the group about their, quote, favorite position. The moral of the problem is the connection she would make with minors and thus the drama. Let's start off with the general question. Why do YouTube content creators find themselves enthralled in scandals so often? I think it's because we see these people as these perfect celebrities. Well, not we. The general population, the general public, when they go to YouTube and see people who have like thousands of millions or whatever followers or content or views or whatever, they automatically think that these people are, oh my God, they're instantly famous. They're professional. They're like, they're these like celebrity, like movie TV stars, one in all right, actuality, this is all just, for, especially in the beginning when she first started and when like YouTube really started taking off, it's a very like, it's a social experiment. It wasn't like it was this, oh my God, no, everyone who got big on there got the same, like, here's how you do press, this is how you do it. Like, there's no training that went into it. So Absolutely. I think for each different person, a different scandal or a different, we're learning now, like for example, Jeffree Star, people fucking hate him because of his media history in the past and everything like that. But and like now, like, okay, he's a professional air quote now that has like millions and all this stuff. But like every other month, something new is popping up because in the wild, wild west days, there were no rules and there was no, I mean, luckily enough for him, he was at least smart enough to know not to fuck with children. But like, it's now these things are coming to light because now people know better because now these people are becoming famous. So now that they're becoming famous, the things that they did when they were trying to become even like when they were lower are becoming the light. And now it's like, oh, fuck, they're, they're getting caught with their pants down. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a very, very difficult situation. And you hit on it perfectly where, again, these are normal people who went viral through YouTube and there mm-hmm. was no rules or regulations to start them you just went with it and you figured it a lot out along the way um the problem with this situation and i'm not defending this at all mm-hmm. is the blurred line of where miranda sings stops and colleen ballinger begins mm-hmm. because the character of miranda sings is very youthful, is very, um, is an adult in a child's body, essentially. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if it was the character speaking to these people or if it was Colleen Ballinger, because, hey, for the longest time, Colleen Ballinger was not in existence. It was yeah. Miranda Sings. 
Um, I, so I don't know. I don't know enough about the situation to know when that all switched. Obviously, um, Colin Ballinger expert Jane Park is on the podcast this week. Hopefully, she can fill us in as more <laughs> things happen. Um, but it, it, I don't know if you watch the show. Uh-huh. You can see the character. You 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 could see, understand why the character might have interactions with younger people because that's where the mindset of the character was. And let's be honest, there was a pervy element to the entire world universe of Miranda Sings. Um, I, I mean, even the uncle character was just like gross. Uh, I'm again not defending it. But no, I told yeah no. Um, there's I this mean, weird gray area because of the character, um, because I can't imagine Colleen Ballinger, the mother and wife, actively doing this. That just seems so stupid. I don't get it. You know? I yeah. I mean, like I I get what you're saying, and I agree to a point. Um, I actually so whenever anything in the YouTube universe happened, me and Jane go on sign rants. I'm like send each other all of the gossip and all of the shit about it so i've also been actively updated um i have two thoughts one i totally understand what you're saying and would totally agree with you but like why bringing up sexual positions that makes absolute no sense to me like there i get the perversion in the world and i get it's very like kid friendly john waters and i totally get that i totally see that and like on paper that makes sense to me Mm -hmm. but like there is like rules to an extent of like when it comes to child humor and child things like this like of course like every cartoon every major industry does the if you watch a cartoon as a child it's like oh it's kid friendly but then if the adult adult watches like every other minute there's like an innuendo that only adults would get totally get that but when you break that fourth wall and make it like personal connections and like you and bring the person into your life or you make it a one-on-one conversation that's where shit gets, that's where it, it goes from art to perversion, in my opinion, because you're making now, again, a cult. You know more than I do. Was yeah. this Colleen or was this through Miranda? Um. So allegedly, I don't know the facts for sure, for sure. Like Jane, again, would be better at this and can probably clarify in the future. But to my knowledge and research, it was not only Miranda or Colleen, it was her team at the time so it was her ex-husband it was other people who worked for her and under her umbrella who would be very manipulative and very like school groundy school playgroundy with it like well this person these people are not real fans but you're a real fan so if we all go and bully this person who's not a real fan and that's not the word she was using she was much more manipulative about it and yes again that like oh we need a bully because i'm miranda is like totally get that's the character but when you do that in a youtube video for a general audience versus you're actually messaging children who are manipulative and impressionable at a young early on age and like talking them like they're adults that uh, no red flags all over gotcha yeah again obviously she's not come out and said anything um probably legally she's probably advised not to it would be smart um, mm-hmm. But again, there's always going to be two sides of the story. I'm sure there's going to be a rebuttal to it. Um, is Colleen Ballinger finished or is this going to pass? I, okay. So the thing is, is it's one of the, uh, she has one of those fan bases where it's not, it's going to, it's the only time I think we'll tell on how she handles it. We'll tell because if you look at her fan base on her Instagram, it's really right now, it's half of them are like, you're discussing this, dot, dot, dot. And then other ones are like, 
I'm a mom from Sacramento and I, my kids just love you. And I know that you mean well, and that this will blow out of proportion and blah, 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 blah. It's very 50, 50, especially on each, each Instagram, like from Miranda saying this Instagram is a lot of hate, but the Colleen one is getting support. So. Yeah. Cause like I read, uh, seen an article about the situation and um they were a little more favorable even though they interviewed a lot of people who have either had experience or know people who've had experience with the situation um so yeah it's a it, it's interesting and again i i remember watching the um the vocal lessons with miranda sings the very first uh, video um mm. and remember how huge that was and how viral of a moment like me and my friends debating no this can't be real this is, this is not a real human this is an act and and mm-hmm. that's that's the miranda that i know is that i know it's an act um mm. because again no sane human could go through this and think it's okay um so i i really hope that the second part of the story comes out soon um otherwise mm-hmm. it, she's gonna go fall into oblivion of um youtube and she's done and that's not what anyone wants out of their career yeah i don't i mean i for the longest time was a miranda Sings fan but like when you go when certain things happen like i just personally don't see them as forgivable or give a book well we will find out what happens next. Um, hopefully Jane will join us again soon so we can get her perspective on things because um, she obsessed and I love that. I feel like we need like a, our own YouTube special because I feel like there's so many like conspiracy and drama things that we could talk about just for an hour. Maybe we'll do it. Spinoff conspiracy theories. YouTuber conspiracy theories. Okay. Well, speaking of conspiracy theories and terrible people gay exploiter of media ryan murphy had a big week making multiple headlines first murphy will be bidding farewell to netflix after his five-year contract as he found a new home with disney it is said that the move was already in the works prior to the strike by the writers guild of america now speaking of that strike production on murphy's american horror story delicate is currently shooting in new york as scab kim kardashian posted videos from filming the reason for filming, well, crew members stated that if they didn't work, they would be blackballed in Murphyland. Of course, Murphy's spokesperson called the allegations absolute nonsense and categorically false. It is reported that American Horror Story is just one of three Murphy productions still filming alongside the third season of American Horror Stories and the first season of American Sports Story. Why is Ryan Murphy the dick of Hollywood? I'm sorry, there's an American Sports Story. Brand new. Oh God. Um, I here's my thing. If you're willingly, and when you're in any industry, whether it be nightlife, like nine to five job, whatever, if you are in a set of like in a set of professionals where you're all fighting to do the same thing, for example, when it's a drag queen night and we're all there's like or drag performer night and there's four performers and the host and the four is hosting and there's four of the performers let's say and the host is like well i get paid x amount and i want this much of the tips but with the rest of you you're going to do it for let like no pay and get your bread your tips it's a little gross and it's a little seedy 
And that's like what this is. Like, I don't see how, or with customer service and you just fill in the blanks with the positions and stuff when there's a leader and then there's other people and the leader is profiting while other people are hurting. That just fucks with my brain. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Especially when you're a marginalized person, albeit he's a cis-heteronormative white gay-ish, ish, but like, I, I don't, I don't see how you in your right mind, especially because he's the one who on all the interviews, the, like even the Glee, the new Glee podcast, I listened to his interview, like how he's like, well, as a gay man, you're just, you never used to these opportunities. So you have to keep saying yes. And I learned that that's not always the healthiest of answers. And I'm trying to get better at that. Okay. But then like a writer strike and you're crossing the picket fence, like picket line. Fuck you. Does that make yeah, sense? No, I think. The, the the first part of the Disney move, it does mm-hmm. kind of make sense if you realize that Disney does own Fox and FX and Hulu. Therefore, a lot of the projects that he's already working on are in that world. So moving from Netflix to full time with Disney, that makes sense. I can understand that. It's just why are these three productions in production? Like you yeah. don't need these shows right now. You can be a good ally with the writers and say, hey, I will take a pause. I know I want these shows out there, but we we don't we we can make it work and I will be your ally. I just don't fathom why he can't stop production. But like you're seeing pictures of Kim Kardashian, you're seeing pictures of Lisa Rinna. They're they're hurting uh-huh. as well because it's like you're forcing them to do this work by their choice as well. But it's it's not helping their reputa- reputation. That being no. said, the two of them were not actual actors. So, so it's like, yeah. what do they care? Yeah, they're like, well, the check cleared, let's go. So it's it's really, really um, gross. It's gross. I just don't mm-hmm. know why it hasn't been more reported that these shows were filming and why there's not a big fight by um, the writers on this. Like, should they be filming? I mean, I don't think they should be filming. I think and it was because I've seen video of Kim crossing the picket line while they're actively, like, literally protesting. And, like, I don't know. I It's one of those really, like, I don't understand things, so I don't feel, like, I, it's not my industry. So I don't know how the politics of that work, but I, that's why I kind of tried bringing drag into this, because I do know... Like, if there's a protest and, like, you cross that picket line, girl, that shit would be all over Facebook. That should be all over Instagram. We all would be texting each other, like, this bitch worked at this club for way less than we all agreed. And, like, I just don't understand how in a writer's guild, like, I don't, like, even crossing the, like, I thought, I don't, I don't get how that works. I don't know what, unless maybe the only way I could see, and we just don't know because, like, it's not our information to have those public information. But I would love for it to leak to find out to know is he like making sure his writers get paid adequately. You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing. We do yeah. know that Ryan Murphy is also a writer and has written a lot of his work. Is it possible he's the sole writer of the projects? Uh, then that's really fucked if that's what's going on. It would that's, be that would be really fucked. So that that's where I'm wondering if he is going to be getting sole credit for writing. And that's why he's allowing this to happen, which then mm-hmm. makes the whole um, situation going forward. What writer is going to want to be in a writer's room with Ryan Murphy? So. I mean, I think people would just give him more credit than like, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not saying that's ethical and I'm saying I see the how fucked it is. But 
in an industry where if you could say that you did a whole thing by yourself, like, you know what I mean? Like they were probably going to champion it. The execs and higher ups are going to probably champion them for that. Yeah. Cause it's going to fuck with paychecks and people's opportunities to write. Um, but let's be real. Let, let's be honest. When Ryan Murphy writes something, you can tell when Ryan Murphy is actually writing something because uh, his social beliefs are thrown right into it and the plot's gone, um, which is why Glee died. Uh, suck, mm. suck, suck, because he decided to make it something it shouldn't have been. Okay, so oh, no, Disney. Glee, Glee, allegedly, ahead, Glee, Glee, allegedly Glee died because he actually walked away from it and didn't have enough control of it. That's insane. Are you kidding? What? So if he, um, the new And That's What You Missed podcast hosted by two of those Glee kids, um, they interviewed him and they're like, after a while, why did shit go crazy? And it was because they gave him enough of a team and like he was get like doing too much that he had to walk away from it and only his generalized ideas would be put in. But then when he came back, he was like, there was shit going left and right. He was like, the fuck is this? I mean, listen, the, the amount of crap that happened to these kids uh, was worse than what happens on Grey's Anatomy. Like it, it was just like one trauma after another. I was like, that's not what Glee is. Glee is about singing happy music and, and the music and orchestrations, whatever. Um, okay, leave, Ryan Murphy Shondaland. Disney. <laughs> um, um what the fuck could Ryan Murphy create for Disney? What is he gonna do? Are we gonna get like a um gay version of all the Disney princesses? Um, I think it's gonna be a new era of Disney Plus because he's not like he's it's Disney Plus, right? It's not really Disney, no, it's Disney, Disney, right? Disney in general. I think it's gonna go, I think all of his content's gonna go to Disney Plus. Uh, either that or because Disney's ABC, right? Mm hmm. We're probably gonna get like one family-friendly wacky bullshit on Fox, but I think everything else would have to go on Disney Plus. This content's too much. It could be movies too. Why would we want a Ryan Murphy movie? Because we all clearly watch Ryan Murphy stuff. It's wild, isn't it? Crazy that we all the Ryan Murphy shows that we still consume. Insane, insane. Um, yeah, I just hope he doesn't actually like touch the Disney IP. Like, keep him away from it. I don't. I don't. I don't want it. I, like, just do new shit. Do not touch the Disney IP because I'm not going to be okay with that. Just like I'm not okay. Lin Manuel Miranda touches the Disney IP. Go away. It's not not for you. Go away. It's not for you. No, no, no. That's watch that collaboration happen, and then I just quit entertainment completely. <laughs> um. All right. Ready for our next topic. Ready. Ready. She's black and blue and feeling good. Pop star Beauty Rexa is healing her eye after being assaulted at her concert by a dumbass from the state of New Jersey. At her concert in New York on Sunday, Rexa was hit in the face by a concertgoer who thought it would be funny to hit her with a phone. What's funny is he's now facing misdemeanor charges, including two counts of third-degree assault, as well as second-degree aggravated uh, harassment, third-degree attempted assault, and second-degree harassment. Of course, his lawyer claims he just wanted to interact with Rexa like all the other fans, as he did get his phone back from them. Why would you toss your phone unless you were a fucking trust fund baby? Now, of course, Rexa is back on stage and has since been vulnerable talking about her weight gain following her polycystic ovary syndrome diagnosis. Okay, um, are you a fan of the BB Rexa? I am a huge fan of BB Rexa. She has a few songs that talk about substance abuse that is very close to mine, so I love her. Um, I will say I'm very pissed 
because the day that this happened, I was out and about like just doing some errands for a show. I think I had a brunch. I had brunch. Brunch was over. And then someone was like, BB Rex tickets. You know, you want them. You should buy them. And I was like, oh no, what could, what could happen at a BB Rex concert that I could use for my life to say that I saw? Had I to fucking know, I would have been there. I would have had a fucking Kodak camera. I would have got the girl. Oh my God. And then my favorite part of the entire situation is when she went online and took a video of it and took it out, took it like took the bandaid or whatever off. And you just see her makeup is still like, she, like she looks so perfectly flawless. Like anyone else who would have gotten hit by that would have been like clear face, like in a row though. No, she was like, she looked flawless. I'm like, if I ever get that level and something bad happens to me, I hope I look that good. All right, so why the fuck would anyone throw something aside from panties on stage? And just, let, let, let's go through, walk, let, let's walk through this. Quiet. A phone, your phone. Mm. Yeah. I mean, okay, so hear me out. I, it's dumb. It's really dumb. I don't agree with it. And I'm like, girl, the fuck. However, in this day and age, especially with the TikTok and like how important and pertinent social media is, some people think it's justifiable and we, I've seen it several times. It's gone viral on TikTok when people do it and it works successfully that these children are throwing their phone on stage in hopes that the celebrity will take a video and make it their moment and blah, 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 blah. But like, what gives you the, the right, like you as an individual, what makes you so fucking special that you deserve that kind of attention? I will never get now, like physically tossing the phone, or like being up close and, and like having physically, the phone very close, like literally, like like underhand tossing it. Not like okay, so, this guy like threw like a sports ball. That's different, right? But I'm uh, saying like, that that's completely different. Like if you're close enough to get the person's attention, fine, let him catch it, do whatever you want to do. But to mm. toss it the way that this dumbass did. she's lucky she's very lucky it hit where it hit yeah uh yeah and again i'm not justifying it because like again all these people who usually do this do the underhand like basket throw this bitch like threw it like it was a motherfucking football um yeah we're not even gonna justify by calling this person's name out um i'm sure whatever is going to happen there's going to be some sort of settlement and and She's not going to press that much of a charge or whatever, because like this kid's life will be ruined completely. Um, do and you also think this, this is really good publicity? Well, I was going to say, do you think this helps boost BB Rex's image and fandom? Oh, 100%. Like, literally, I'm in the gym and every day so far on TMZ since it's happened, she's been covered. So, like, I think it, it's one of the, it's unfortunately, it's the, entertainment business no publicity is bad publicity um zalika you are no stranger to having um things thrown at you what's your favorite thing to be thrown at you um i think one of my favorite all-time things that i've ever gotten thrown at me was during a show one time someone threw um and a little like it looked like a lego brick at me and i was like what the fuck is this and they're like oh don't worry love it's ketamine and i was like no 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 and like i literally like had a panic attack about it and then they literally in the moment 
We're like, what? That's not your drug of choice. And I was like, I don't do drugs like that. I only drink. I was drinking at the time. I was like, nope, nope, just fireball. So then like within 10 minutes, they had gone to like a fucking, I don't even know because this is in the middle of Manhattan, but they got little mini um, nibs of fireball and then just started throwing that instead. And when I tell you it was the most iconic moment, I had like a necklace full on stage, like of empty bottles. And I was like, this is no way in shape or form legal or condoned, but bitch. I wow. think so gimme, gimme, gimme. That or I did actually once had um once I had a PlayStation 4 game thrown at me, and once I had um chicken nuggets. The chicken nuggets were also and other foods, but the chicken nuggets. Uh, did, I has anyone ever thrown a hundred dollar bill at you? Oh yeah. I uh one, twice in one night once too. Oh nice, nice. Um, if you were to throw something at BB Rex, what would you throw? My phone number. <laughs> yeah, you want to do a collab? Yeah. Girl, I've been trying. I'm this year, I'm working on music. I have, do you know, music? Very hard. Did not think it was going to be this hard. That's yeah. more manifesting. Okay, okay. Should I, should I come out um, with a song too? Yeah, yeah uh, but you need to sample random BB. Um, 12 or 13 contestants because remember like that little kick in uh, big brother when they would remix everyone's words and like turn mm-hmm. it into a song jesus christ well my debut track is obviously going to be obviously going to be called call me daddy very fitting it's right obviously it's going to be just like call me mother it's gonna be wonderful um yeah well bb rex i hope you're doing better i know uh you're black and blue but you're good you're good still working still doing it make the money girl all right, our final topic. The next batch of Kennedy Center honorees have been revealed and the gays may or may not be boycotting Liza's as lack of inclusion, which is kind of a joke, but also um, when Kevin Zach made the post and Liza Minnelli shared it. Um, yeah. The recipients of the 46th Kennedy Center honors include actor and comedian Billy Crystal, celebrated soprano opera singer Renee Fleming, singer and BG band member Barry Gibb, actress and rapper Queen Latifah, and singer Dionne Warwick. Are you a fan of any of these five humans? They're good people. Can you repeat it one more time? Because I'm like, I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, I've, I can't tell you single right, we'll, we'll go one. We'll go one by one. Let's start with Dionne Warwick. Uh, I know Dionne Warwick. I like her. She, she, I think she deserves it. Barry Gibb. No idea. The Bee Gees. You, you don't know the Bee Gees? I know who the Bee Gees are. That okay. nuts, yeah. Um, Queen Latifah. Duh. Uh, Billy Crystal. Yes. And Renee Fleming. No idea. You don't like opera? No. Yeah. Look at me. Look, who am I? Well, come on. Not that drag queen. There are other drag queens who like that, not me. Um, yeah. So I think this is an interesting group. Uh, there are still a lot of names out there that I would love to uh, see. Um, I would love to see someone like Whoopi Goldberg get it. I'm sure it's going to happen one day. Obviously, mm-hmm. Liza, that would be iconic. And honestly, like, we should probably do it sooner rather than later. Um mm-hmm. I want Queen to get it because, listen, Queen's iconic, but I really, 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 really think that they should give it to Fleetwood Mac because that's the reunion we all deserve. Force them all to show up and be there in person. Yeah, that sounds like fun. I think Queen one day will get it. I think they're just, like, waiting for a second because, like, Adam Lamb... Oh, my God. These, sorry, these shapes do not match. Um... Adam Lambert just saying believe we'll for share. Didn't share get Kenny Center honors or she mm-hmm. got something like that. Yes, so like Adam I think, Lambert did sing. 
Yeah, I think like only because he just went on tour and covered with them that maybe it's kind of like a buffer situation because to my knowledge what do you mean just went on tour he's going on tour with them again with queen i thought he just released his solo album whatever he's busy. he's about to go on tour again booked busy and blessed but i just at the end of the day i think out of all of the like huge like entertainment and like all the media different like accolades and awards I think the Kennedy Center Honors ones is like it, like one of the most unbiased, like one of the most like most like looks. Like we're not gonna like just do what the big big companies want. We're not gonna just help promote albums and shit like that. It's one of those when your time has come, your time has come. You're gonna appreciate it and you're gonna love it. And so then sit your ass down. Uh, and that I completely agree with. What I will say. I think it's a little too soon for Queen Latifah. Like the others are still active and doing their thing and everything, but Queen Latifah, I think she's got a little more time on her hands. I think there are other um, people in the, that world who could have taken that spot to begin with. That being said, Lin-Manuel Miranda already has one, and I think that's absolute blasphemy. Um, that's a whole different conversation. Why am I bringing up that motherfucker so many times in this podcast? Because you're de- jealous of his daddy, Ness. You see the threat. Listen, whatever. He's a he's he's a very lucky, lucky, lucky man. Um, notice how I did not say talented. I know. Well, start hating on me, people. Um now let's say you got to perform a lip sync for one of these five performers for the Kennedy Center honors. Mm-hmm. Who would it be for and what would you perform? Queen Latifah, and I would make a mix about beauty shop. Oh, you like Beauty Shop, one of your favorite movies of all time? Yeah, Beauty Shop. Or the one where her and Steve Martin fall in love Bring on the down computer. The house. I would do that. Or um, Living Single. Definitely Living Single. I mean, I would obviously, I wouldn't do Living Single because, like, I would probably do a mix of Steve Martin and perform it to her and try to make her do her own quotes, but she probably wouldn't remember because she does a hundred fucking things. But yeah, that or I would love to see someone do a Living Single mix for her. You wouldn't perform when you're good to mama? I mean, I mean, I don't think that's her most shining star. You know, like she did great, but I think she has done better in other projects. But baby, she, she got an Oscar nomination. Yeah, and now she's getting Kennedy Center, so let's move on. Wow, you're saying Kennedy Center honors is bigger than an Oscar? I mean, I would, I would argue. Okay. Okay. Uh, what, who, like, who are going to perform for you when you get honored? Um, I think Nicole Kidman live from an abandoned AMC. There it is. Good for her. Good for her. She needs um, the work. She does need the work. It's really hard when all you do is AMC commercials, right? Yeah, listen, uh, someone needs to check on her and make sure they're giving her fresh popcorn daily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We love popcorn. All right. What are you looking forward to next week? Um, I am looking forward to pride being over, quite honestly. I'm tired. Pride, I'm my yeah, mind. so much pride. I literally don't know where half of my makeup is today, and I'm supposed to be using it, and this is not fun. But what I'm also really excited and looking forward to next week is I have a sneaking suspicion that a certain reality show is going to, admit, to um, announce their next season, and I am excited. And it's the one I already mentioned. <laughs> Big Brother. I feel like they're meant to, they have an announcement coming soon. I can feel it in the ether. 
about the cats for 26 five or either, 26 either that or they're a, another all-stars because they've been weirdly posting about their all-star winners recently and i'm yeah because the writer's strike and they need content for after the season yeah i have a feeling you're right too uh-huh. i'm looking forward to having to cover all of queen of the universe in a very quick time frame because paramount plus sucks but thankfully they're going to be uh, putting it on World of Wonder, so um, at least we're not losing the show completely. Wow, what I a, mean, what a great for the Pride. Yeah, well, this this is the weirdest Pride ever. Every other gay thing's gotten canceled or like suffers, and I'm like, girl, give us bigger corporations, give us money, so we could just do what we want. God damn it! Exactly. All right, where can we find you on social media? Venmo and any projects you want to plug. You can find me on social media at Zalika NYC. That is Z as in zebra, A as in anal, L as in licking, I as in incest, K as in kangaroo, A as in alphabet, and NYC like the city I am in. If you want to give me money because I need it, um, my Insta, uh, well, not Instagram, my Venmo is at tip the drag queen. That's tip like my PP, the drag queen like my job. I am working on so many projects, so keeping up with my Instagram is the way to keep up 